What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry with just one interview at Express. You have a connection to endless jobs, whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job. Choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The weather is heating up, which means summer is almost here. Macy's is my go-to place for summer fashion, and I'm getting so excited just looking at Macy's.com for new bathing suits, beach towels, even floaties for the kids. They have all the poolside essentials. Macy's has everything you need for any summer occasion, your summer trip, wedding, or graduation. Macy's has you covered. You can shop all your favorite brands like DKNY, Michael Kors on 34th. Shop at Macy's.com or in store. <laughs> Wind Down with Jana Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast. So excited to wind down today. Got a lot to talk about. A lot. So much. Especially, you okay there with the mic, Ben? Yeah. You Just know. making a little... I'm taller than most, so it's got to <laughs> get it up higher. <laughs> That's what she said? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like something like that. Nice try. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> something <laughs> was there. Um let me just tell you, the virgins came out for blood with They me. banded together and came after you. The, the band of virgins just came like for major blood. Protesting in the streets in front of our house. <laughs> Signs. Wait. No, I think that um, I didn't think that you were attacking them in any way. Well, I just feel like I need to say this because, you know, I, I, I just want to reiterate again. I am not shaming virgins. Mm. I am not saying that you shouldn't wait. I think it's a beautiful. I even talked to one of my virgin friends and was like, did I did I disrespect you? Or offend? No, or she's no. like, no. She's like, you've always been so supportive. And I was like, okay, good. I was like, because I'm starting to feel bad because these people are like, you know, you've made me feel really bad about my choices. And I'm like, I, I was not trying to do that. I'm literally just saying that's just not for me. And sometimes I forget like being on, you know, on air and doing this. Like I'm also trying to be funny. I'm right. also trying to be like, well, that, you know, you got to test, you know, personally. Yeah, I do feel like you got to test drive, but that's just my opinion. And I, but I have no, I have no hate for the other side. I think that's great. If you're waiting, I think it's great that you, you know, you, and you know, if you guys were the only people that that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Just for me personally, it's just not what I wanted to do. That wasn't your path. Yeah. The path that, you, but I wasn't think your people were just like, you just seemed very like, 
your attitude sore. And I, so I, you know, I texted Mike. I was like, man, I'm feeling really bad because I don't want to hurt people's feelings. He's like, well, you can't like. No, you can't. <laughs> That's just that just goes to show the oversensitivity of society and as a whole, right? It's like people can't even speak right. their opinions other than somebody get mad when it's okay. It's just like political parties. You want to be a Republican? I'll listen to what you have to say. Cool. That's fine. That's your opinion. That's how you look at things. Mm-hmm. I want to be right. a Democrat. I'm not get- saying I'm Republican. I'm not saying I'm a Democrat. No, either. right. But people are going to be like, <laughs> oh, no. Don't go like, there. Don't yeah, even we're go stopping there. That. But no, I mean, again, like sometimes like I did respond to a few of the DMs and I was just like, sometimes I do like I'm just trying to be funny too. Right. And so I forget that someone's feelings are hurt. Like someone had said, I would made a comment about, you know, why I did a C-section versus you know, a vaginal and mm-hmm. be like, you know, I don't think my husband would ever go down there. And she's like, well, now I'm af- afraid that my husband doesn't want to look at my vagina. And I'm like, I-, I wasn't saying that your husband thinks your vagina is ugly. Like, I'm just, you know. I- well, it's your own personal life experience <laughs> yeah. that you're talking about, which it's not everyone's experience. Everyone yeah. is so, out of their opinion yes. and their feelings and just leave my <sighs> no. wife alone. No, no, but no, 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 no. But I, mean, <laughs> I, I don't, I, I like, you know, my heart, like, you know, I never want to hurt people's no. feelings. I never, ever, ever. Right. That's just your opinion, but, and that's okay. And again, I just, again, I, I just, I'm also trying to be, you know, lighthearted about the situation. Right. And I, I test drove a lot. You know, you did. That's just what we did, and that's okay too. <laughs> yeah. That's it's okay. okay. Yeah. And if I was a virgin, that's matter. okay. I just like personally know, like, if you were like that, have been really hard if you were a virgin because I would have wanted to, you know, but I would have had to respect if I really loved you. I would have like. Fought to stay in it, but you definitely weren't a virgin, so there wasn't a problem. <laughs> you didn't there. have to worry about that. No, no problems there, but so I, just to all my virgins, I support you. I love you. Yeah, I'm not and, trying to and, mock you right now. I'm just saying that's awesome. And honestly, you do good you for, good for them? And right good for you for them. In, a, in such a sexualized society as well. Right. Not to be on this old society talk, but the fact that you're still able to hold your values for whatever reason that 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 might be is phenomenal. Yeah, someone did say like, why isn't why wasn't Mike more on their side about the fact that like Colton was this like he wasn't waiting till marriage, he's just waiting for the right person. So why wasn't he more on like his side about the fact that he didn't play into like the football like stuff and society? It doesn't has nothing to do with football. It just has to do with the person doing what they want to do, and that's okay. Yeah. So yeah, so that happened, but um, there are some. Uh, I think I believe we have some really good emails that we're going to answer later. For sure. But you know what I did learn is that a friend, (laughs) she texted me and she goes, by the way, I lied to my husband about my number (gasps) because (laughs) because it was so high. No, because she they were telling numbers and his was lower. So then she felt like she had to then like lower hers. And to this day, like they've been married for like 20 plus years and they or no, not that long. But like they like she's like. And then somebody else emailed me too. And there's a question, should I tell my husband, like, I'm starting to feel guilty that I lied to him about my number. Well, why do you have to tell the number? (laughs) Well, because here's the thing. If you guys talk about it and then you lie, that's technically a lie. So technically she lied to her husband and her husband, I say, take it to the grave. Take it to the grave. But it's a lie. So why start why start a relationship with a lie then? They haven't started. Well, they've I been mean, in a marriage. Well, they've, been in marriage years. they've been in the marriage for yeah, yeah. 15 something that plus could, years. What if that's a deal breaker? He, he, they, he won't leave after that. But I get that's why <laughs> it's, it's really a lie. hard. That's why it's really hard to even have that conversation. That's yeah. why I don't even think it's necessary because whoever says it first, the second person is going to probably feel obligated <laughs> to, to match that pretty closely. Well, but here's you know thing. what? I think this is how people should reveal it. They should... Set a little timer on the cell phone. <laughs> they should write it on a piece of paper, and when the alarm goes off, they shoot it over to the other person. 
That way you can't go back. There's no changing it. Nothing. Well, then what happens? Because I will say this. I agreed with my friend because I, too, have lied about my number when the other person's number was lower than mine. Right, because you feel like they're opi- they're they're going to be like, you slept with like, how many what? people? Yeah, and then they're going to be like, wait, do I have to go have sex with more people? But it's a good question though, because this girl, you know, my friend, she's mm-hmm. over it. She's like, whatever. Like, she's like, take it to your grave. But my the the girl that had reached out to me, she's like, I'm really torn with like the fact that I'm lying to my husband about it. If that if that is the only lie that she's holding on to, and uh-huh. that's what she's worried about, then yes, go to him and be like, look, honey, I know this is silly, but this is 15 years ago. Okay, what if it's not 15? I'm not talking about that situation anymore. I'm talking now about the girl that DM'd me on Instagram saying, I like, think, what do we? What do I do? How recent? I mean, they've been married for, like, let's say two two years. I think she should get a really funny card. <laughs> <laughs> I do. And write it in the card. By the way, just, I slept with eight instead of six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, see, that, that wouldn't be a big deal. But if you're, like, if you told him eight, but it's, like, 25, Ooh. then that's something to consider. How, what is the discrepancy of your lie? But why does that matter? A lie is a lie. A yes, lie is I'm a lie minim- when it's eight or nine. I'm not minimizing the lie. But the aftermath of that lie yeah. is going to be a little bit bigger if it's the difference is. I mean, would you want larger. me to like if I lied to you about my number and then came back to you and was like, it's actually this. Like, would you want me to tell you the truth? Nope. You don't want to. You don't care. No. Yeah. We got this anonymous email that you might have been referring to, but she lied about her number just to give you some numbers yeah, to go along with Yeah, this. that's the one that Her Amy... number is 11. Uh, okay. Her fiance thinks it's four. Ha! What did, did she say what her fiance's is? Two. Ooh. Oh, I don't. That's I the email. Exactly. That's totally the email. Yeah. I'm not a person alive, but I got trapped in this web. Should I come clean? <laughs> yep, that's her. I say take it to the grave. Take it to the grave. But here's the take thing. It the it's a lie. It's a lie. Take it to the grave. It's, it's, it's a harmless lie. If, it doesn't yeah. matter. It it's still a lie. Well, it's, no. She's obviously eating her up to the fact that she emailed us. <laughs> yes. This, okay. number, this, this conversation is making like, me nervous. Guidance. And we're but giving like, her guidance, and the guidance is. But I'm it. also saying, though, like with a lie, like with you, it's like I didn't tell you. Like, so it's like I don't care. Like, I don't feel like I'm holding anything back. But if I told you a certain number and it was not that, I would feel like I'm holding something, and she's clearly struggling with it. Because she wrote us and she doesn't know what to do. But yes, that is a big number discrepancy and he's probably not going to be happy with it, especially since his number mm-hmm. is super low. Oh, no, well, sorry. Not super. I'm not trying to be whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. His because lower. his number it's is significantly, significantly, lower. significantly lower than the other, than his, than his wife. So I, I don't know. I mean, I know you guys are saying zip it, but like. I see why she's torn. Take it to the grave. Anonymous. Write it on a piece of paper and burn it. Tori. Okay, I always do the thing where would you hate it if he kept it a secret from you? Yeah. So if the role was reversed, would you hate not knowing that he had actually lied well, to you about his number? Yeah. If you if you can move past it, then Check. I say move past it if that's a his secret and you you couldn't you that's, wouldn't see him any differently. That's a really good point. So think about whether great point. You know, you wanted to know if unless unless you want unless you're the kind of person that wants to know all details. Yeah, so whoever that anonymous is, just ask yourself if the roles were reversed, what uh-huh. would you want? Yeah. And that, honestly, whatever that answer is, you do what that is. If it was you'd want him to tell you, then go tell him. If you'd rather not know, don't tell him. Hey, babe, what's for dinner tonight? <laughs> it's a great question. Jana? <laughs> what do we what do we like, usually do? When, <laughs> what are you cooking tonight, Jana? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> when in doubt. We just resort to HelloFresh. You're obsessed with HelloFresh. Tell us why. Yeah. 
And I always thought I was a good cook until now I think I actually am a better cook because of HelloFresh. Well, no, because you like repeat some of the meals that they've actually like brought to us. Yeah, because they've been fantastic. They're, you know, they, they're time efficient. They're delicious. They feed our whole family. And there's a lot of, uh, you know, different options. So we're not cooking the same thing over and over again. Yeah, no, I think it's great because the fact that, you know, sometimes it's like we don't want to decide what we want for dinner. It's really nice to just be able to be like, hey, this is showing up at our door and that's what's for dinner tonight. Yeah, it's fantastic. And each box is made up of fresh and responsibly obtained ingredients from carefully selected farms and high rated trusted sources, which, you know, we don't get super lost in, but then we taste it like, holy crap, this stuff is amazing. So for a total of $60 off, that's $20 off your first three boxes, visit HelloFresh.com slash Kramer60 and enter Kramer60. It's like receiving six meals free. That's HelloFresh.com slash Kramer60 and enter Kramer60. Okay, so... You're going to have to bleep me for this, Easton, but we've got um, <laughs> we've got Erin Falconer in studio. Um, her book is called, Ready? How to Get <laughs> Done. Love it. Um, what inspired you to write this book? Uh, you know, I, uh, I moved down to Los Angeles from Canada about 15 years ago, and I had big dreams and uh, no real plan, and found myself uh, a couple years later in the fetal position crying on my bathroom floor when nothing had worked out. And over the course of figuring my life out, mm-hmm. um, I kind of, you know, I struggled a long, a, a long time, and then I finally got myself on the path to success. And uh, five years later, when I was asked to write this book, uh, I realized that I had not enjoyed or appreciated or acknowledged any of any of my success. I was just going, 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 going. Mm-hmm. And I had this kind of epiphany where it was like, it's not just about getting more stuff done. It's about getting the right stuff done. And so I that was kind of the idea behind this book. It's re defining the word productivity and specifically for women. Why, um, what do you think women like fail at the worst with, with that? Yeah. Well, I think first of all, um, we're still kind of new to the workplace in, in relative terms. And so there's so much fear of, you know, being replaced if we're not doing enough. Um, we're never good enough. We're being judged on a whole different set of criteria. So there's all of that going on. And then we've got all of the Um, family and lifestyle stuff to Mm -hmm. contend with too. So, I mean, we talk about it's no secret that women are making less money and they're also doing oftentimes double the workload if you take into consideration the life aspect. Well, yeah, we're doing work and then also kids stuff. So we're like double everything. What is the best way to prioritize? Well, I think the very first thing is, is to stop and throw out everything that you all the shoulds in your life of, you know, how you got here um, and ask yourself, what do I want to be doing? Who am I? Uh, what are my goals? What are my values? And then very in a very calculated way, spend three, four, five days and write down every single thing you're doing in a day from the time you get up to the time you go to sleep and put the first list about what you want to be doing and the second list of how you're actually spending your time and look at how very different those two things are and start to say, I need to be doing more things in my day that move the needle about in a very concentrated way in where I want to go. And without doing that very rudimentary analysis, you're just kind of spinning your wheels trying to get, again, more stuff checked off lists, which don't really move the needle for you. They're moving the needle for somebody else, somebody else's agenda. But if you're not being conscientious and conscious about um, where you're going and the moves you're making, you're helping somebody else get their stuff done, not you. 
And that's why often at the end of the week, you feel so exhausted and you go, oh, where did the week go? You never want to be saying that, right? You want to right. know exactly where you spent your time. Then you can be tired, but you don't want to be exhausted, you know, like emotionally and from an energy point of view. Aaron, you said something in there when you talked about having goals. Mm -hmm. And that's something I know early in my life I struggled with because, mm -hmm. you know, how detailed do you make, make your goals? Mm -hmm. How short term, how long term? Yeah. What kind of advice can you give for people, especially young professionals, to really mm -hmm. set goals, what kind, and how to get to them? Totally. Um, this is such a great question uh, because I get it all the time through my blog as well. You want to really find the balance. So you've got you to gotta find the dreamer in you, like what are those big goals that you want to achieve in life. But if you just have those, it's so hard to get to them that often if you're not getting there quick, you face a real lack of motivation and you're like, I'm not getting there. I'm not getting, I'm failing. So you want to have the big goals, but then you need to have the small micro goals, kind of like your monthly and your weekly uh, goals set out that are in. So in a very concentrated way, you've got small victories and a way to measure how you're going, you know, which way the winds are sailing and what track you're on mm -hmm. that are ultimately cumulatively moving towards those big benchmark bucket list dreams that you want to go to. So you, you want to think big. In other words, you can't just have small goals that are very achievable. That's boring and not inspirational. But you can't just have the big lofty goals without the smaller kind of tactical goals to make to get there. Love but it. I mean, like how, cause that, that sounds great. But then I'm like, but like, I feel like the, to jumpstart, it's like, how mm -hmm. do you jumpstart that? Well, the very first thing, in my opinion, that you have to do, and, and I say this for many things, but specifically for goals, and it sounds really simple, but it is to me, the core of everything. You have to sit with yourself and literally write things down, pen to paper or click words onto your screen. Uh -huh. I'm a pen to paper girl. Uh, start literally mapping it out what are the things that make me tick write a list mm -hmm. what are the jobs or what are the the creative endeavors that i can do to get there write that down now how do i take this and this it's literally basic equations and you start to you start to get a map together you start to get a plan together also once you have things written down you become uh, accountable mm -hmm. when you live in your head oh i want to do this i want to do that da 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 but it, so many other things come into your brain and you kind of get off track. When you have something written down in black and white, it's the same thing also with having mentors, finding one or two really great mentors. They hold you accountable. So when you're talking to them, it's the same thing as writing it down. You can't kind of escape into the ether of like a busy day. At the end of the day, you still have that, did I get, did I move towards these goals or didn't I? So um, how can my husband help? with because does that do you ever find that coming in where they can it's husbands either hurt that or help that w with your goals yeah well or in like productivity for women in general like yeah, do, you, I think, do, do we just not ask for help do no, we not like that's that's the big thing like i i find there in my experience the men in my in my life have been really willing to help mm -hmm. it's just that women in general I, think that they've always got the best way to do things and so like specifically if you're talking about the home it's like ugh, he folded the laundry and it's like da -da 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 -da. Well, i gotta do that well you know what if he that, doesn't fold the towels right i'm just saying he folds them wide ways and like fold them skinny like you're not folding them right i'm like how many times just don't do it right <laughs> right but so that but that's a good example there's yeah. the desire that are help and really in, 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 in how much mental energy are you eating up over these towels i i do the exact same thing but it's like 
ask for help. Yeah. Don't don't go in and say your dictate. First of all, it's a it's a it's a shared experience. So what can you help with? What you, that's good. What what am I? What are my strengths in the house? Okay, let's do that as opposed to dictating. Number one, you want to have kind of a democratic conversation about, you know, because maybe he's likes doing dishes more and so that's what you should do you know but that's only going to come out from a conversation and then the second of all is there's no one right way to do things and sometimes women you need to let it go let those control things go so you can <laughs> keep that energy um for for stuff that moves your life forward in a meaningful way like towel folding doesn't you know what right. i mean i think we can agree on that again i i do the exact same thing where i'm like Ooh, don't say anything don't say anything yeah and it's you just have to practice doing that Aaron, i like what you said about ask for help or you know ask for what you need yeah going back for a second when you're talking about you know you're kind of hitting the bottom out here in la you're in a fetal position you had all those feelings nothing was working mm -hmm. who did you reach out to how did you get yourself you know into that line of goals and kind of climbing your way back out of that mm -hmm. Well, I mean, because I was kind of out here flying solo, which was like one of the big problems, um, what, I, I really relied on myself in that moment, right in that actual moment. And mm -hmm. one of the scariest things in that moment was not that I didn't have uh, money, I had no car, my house was being foreclosed upon, all those things were terrifying. But the thing that was the most scary to me is that I moved down to Los Angeles because I heard a voice in myself, I listened to a voice in myself that said, I'm you have this creative side of you. I was on a fast track to law school. I was a pro professional academic, A-plus student, and I chose to throw all that away and listen to myself. And so when I was in those, that moment, I was like, I listened to myself, and I was wrong. And, and that was the scariest thing ever. And so once I had that realization and I was you know, sh shaking in my boots, like I don't, I don't know who I am anymore because I trusted myself, and I, that obviously didn't work, then I was able to talk to... Um, two people in particular and say I'm having this feeling and 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 it was through those conversations that said then you have to double down on that feeling even though it feels like you have completely gone off mm -hmm. off track that's the only thing anybody ever has in life is that feeling and so it was it's a two-part to answer your question number one I had to rely on myself but it was through conversations with two people I respect dearly and are still very prominent in my life that that allowed me to still believe in that voice and I don't know if I would have believed in it still <laughs> given my situation if I hadn't have had um, the the voice of two people I really respected saying it's scary as hell but you that's the only thing you have that's amazing that. especially because I feel like people have the misconception when they ask for help they're expecting mm -hmm. handouts yeah and that's not what these people gave you they just mm -hmm. gave you the encouragement and the confidence to right. believe the, your initial feeling so that's empowering. I, I like that. My whole really opinion, cool. my my opinion is that asking for help is one of the strongest moves you can make. Mm -hmm. um, right. And people. You know, people, a lot of times, there are two reasons people don't ask for help. Number one, because they think, ooh, I'm not, per I don't want to show that I can't do this. And number two, oh, I don't want to bother that person. You know, I don't, they, they're very busy and da, da, da. The fact of the matter is, um, anytime I've ever asked for help, People have been so receptive. People want to help you. That is in you. That's human nature. And for me, when I get asked for help, I consider it an honor and a privilege. Yeah, right. Really, it's like yeah. if somebody trusts me to help them, especially with the really important stuff. So ask for help. Um, but don't ask for help if you haven't already done the work. I, nothing irritates me more than somebody so that true. wants me to do the right. work for them. Yeah. You know, so there, there, we have to draw. It's like when someone them. says, like, I want help losing weight. Well, then put down the M&Ms. Exactly. It's a, I right. can't help you if you're not going to, like, yeah. do your, exactly. your part of it. Exactly. So yeah. 
So once you've done the work and your intention to, to, to do well or get better, whatever it is, is there, ask for help. Where can um, listeners find you and like in, obviously your book and everything? Uh, yeah. So my book is available um, on Amazon, but I have um, a blog called Pick the Brain and I'm at Pick the Brain. Or- Which, by the way, Pick the Brain has been named to over 100 best of the web lists. Mm-hmm. And Forbes named it one of the top most. Um, Congratulations. <laughs> Thank That's you. Amazing. Do you have worksheets or a workbook? Yeah. The, well, in the-, in the book, there's at every chapter, there's a uh, there's a work section. It's a, That's so called, great. You know the, the first drill. woman in 10 years to write a productivity book. It's fantastic. Let I mean, me ask one more question. I'm sorry, honey. Pick you <laughs> off. Go. I, know, yeah. I know this is, you know, you kind of said it's, it's a, you know, a little bit more woman driven. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do say... And I struggle with this at times where even if I've had a productive day or what I feel like a, has mm-hmm. been a productive day, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm still just like, I feel like I could have done more. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the whole like, I don't feel good enough feeling. Right. How do you like give yourself the confidence to be like, no, I did enough. Is right. that is that checklist? What is it? Well, I mean, I think the thing is that when you're doing something you really, really love. So I I think you've got to make a distinction. If you're doing some things that you really, really love and you're like, I feel like I could do more. I think that's just a natural passion. If you're, if you're doing something that you don't love and you're like, in general, you're, and you're like, I feel like I'd be doing more. I feel like I do more. That's just, that's filling up uh, a hole that needs to be filled by something else. Right. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, even when you're doing something that you really love, you have to know that you are still central to that and you need to take time out for yourself. You need to find balance for yourself. These things are important for the longevity of your project, right? If you don't, you, so you need to make a choice. Am I going to sit here in guilt thinking that I could be still getting more done because I'm so excited about this? Or are you going to say, I'm going to play the long game on this and make the tough choice to train myself to relax, to do, to find other, to find balance in my life, right? Because it's all about finding balance if you want to again, play the long game. So at the end of the day, making the choice to relax or go out for dinner or as long as it's a choice, you're doing well. But those are just as important as choosing to get one more thing done off off the list. So um, as long as you're making it a choice and you make that habit to make these choices, you become you feel less and less guilty because you've got control. When you're making choices, you've got control. I feel like it's so great for like guys too. Yeah. So it's like, why, why, why is it just focused on women? I want it. Yeah. I wanted to say, so the first half, there's two um, parts of the book. And the first half of the book is really talking about female and the female psyche and how we got the, uh, you okay. know, the history mm-hmm. of women in the workplace. The second part of the book is completely tactical and is completely gender neutral. And I highly recommend reading it. There are exercises at the end. It's, so it's about time tracking, really understanding how you're spending your time, who you're spending your time with. Mm-hmm. It's just as important as how you're spending your time because we all know they're the people that bring us down and the people that bring us up. Right. And I always say the test is when your phone rings and you see the, a name on the call display, do you go, ugh, or do you go, oh, yes, and you jump <laughs> to take it. And you start, <laughs> start <laughs> analyzing that. Yeah. And, yeah. You know yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so, Oh, anyway, so those are just some examples of, 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 and then how to use the internet in the most productive way, what apps to use, and so you can start freeing up your time um, with less menial tasks that don't really matter to you and drain your energy. So, How, how do we get rid of the, oh, well, the vampires? Yeah, yeah. Well, those, yeah. those are relationships. You're responsible for how people treat you, and you're responsible for the people in your life, right? And so if you're constantly picking up the phone call, up, up a phone call where you've got the, huh, 
well, then you're training that person to keep calling you and dropping those problems on, on your lap. Um, it's just that simple. Um, with 100% responsibility comes 100% freedom. You want to be free, take responsibility. Those, th those people need to be marginalized or at least controlled um, where it's like if, if you're fine to hang with that person on Saturday afternoon or take a phone call, if you're fine with that, then you need to train them to be only calling you at that time. And how do you train them? Well, you don't answer the call when they call in the middle of the workday. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But so, I've told my dad not to leave me voicemails about 50 million times. And uh, he still leaves me a damn voicemail. Uh, voice and I don't listen to it. Never listen <laughs> no. to a voicemail. Why are you leaving me a three-minute voicemail? And then they keep getting longer. I'm not listening to your voicemail. <laughs> your voicemail is full. So it's like, how do you train someone that's not trainable? Right. Well, I mean, I, I, think, I think in that scenario, you can just kind of see the humor in it because you're right. not it's not like you're taking the time to then listen to those messages yeah. and get back to him so it i think still that's bothers important. me though it still annoys me right like, it's very I, how many I times have, have i told you that's the same problem with my mom she has leave me these long voicemails i just don't listen to them so yeah the idea is if you want me to respond to something don't leave me a voicemail don't let don't leave me yeah. a voice message if text is better for you right then those are the things i'm going to respond to in yeah. a meaningful way otherwise you're sol like i'm, yeah. just, I'm not going to listen to this because you left <laughs> so it. you kind of just don't yeah. let it Fester. Yeah, because that's like what's the point? That's then ruining your yeah, activity. But I that's know three people, minutes out of my day that I don't want to listen to your message. It only has power if, it, <laughs> if you give it power. It's, it, right? Yeah, no, exactly, it's, exactly. It's like you've already read my book. I <laughs> know, <laughs> uh, but there, I know people that will listen to those messages and be irritated for three minutes listening like to it, and then feel compelled yourself. to respond. Yeah. But that's on you. So you're, in my opinion, you're doing the right thing. I mean, you don't want to get aggressive with your dad and start, you know. I mean, fine. I have, but it's not healthy. I'm just like, I mean, like it's, I mean but, but then again, it's like, it makes me want to be angry because I've told him. Right. Don't leave me long messages. Mm -hmm. Don't right. don't leave me a message at all. might be a generational yeah. it is. thing. Absolutely. My mom so does the same thing. It's so annoying. Yeah. And then I'll call her right back and she'll say, did, Did you, you listen, listen to, to my, my message? No. No. <laughs> no, I didn't because I didn't want you to leave me a message. Yeah. Yeah. We've gone over this. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like there's a lot of insightful stuff that we can all take, you know, very to heart. So thank you. Well, I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank thank you. you so much. Yeah, thank you. So I'm really excited because I launched my business today, the Moms and Babes Box. And what really makes me happy is the fact that if I need to mail letters or packages with my small business, it's so great because I use stamps.com. Um, you can get postage on demand, and it's so great because in the very beginning, I'm like, I don't know how much these boxes weigh. Well, no problem because they actually send you a scale. So with stamps.com, you can access all the amazing services of the post office right from your desk 24-7, so on your time when you want to get your work done, which is great because I do a lot of my work when Jolie goes to bed at 8 o'clock. So Right now, use Jana for this special offer. It includes up to $55 of free postage, a digital scale, and a four-week trial. So do not wait. Go to stamps.com before you do anything else. Click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Jana. That's stamps.com. Enter Jana. You know, and also, I have to tell you, I've been having some voices, okay, outdoor voices. They make high-quality active apparel to take you from the gym life to everyday life, seamlessly and fashionable, and which is I think is great because, you know, when I, I work out, but I also like to just live in nice workout clothes. Of just, course. Like, Go to I the feel grocery like store. 100%. Like, like, I feel like mom life is just automatically, like, yeah, go. Just go, go, go. easy, comfortable mm -hmm. clothes yeah. that you can... Um, 
just you can they're they're made to sweat in they're available for both men and women so my men listeners <laughs> this is for you too um everything's great i mean you got running shorts you got the leggings i mean it's not for just working out it's for everyday lifestyle so it's working out it's hiking it's mom life it's spit up it's all of it and <laughs> with outdoor voices for 20 percent off your first order of a hundred dollars or more visit outdoorvoices.com slash janna and enter janna that's outdoorvoices.com slash janna and enter janna so I'm really excited because I have, I never thought I would say this, by the way, my business partner yeah. <laughs> in, no, in studio today, um, Miss Sarah Boyd. Hey. 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 So happy um, to be here. Sarah, for everyone here can, and my listeners, obviously, can you just tell everyone what you do? Because we not only work together on our new business, but we also work together on Instagram and socials. So boom, go. Yeah. So uh, my background is in PR. I did that for about 10 years, started my own company seven years ago, where we do events where we connect people in the influencer space. And then we also represent and manage celebrities in the digital space. So we help them advise, monetize, do all the things in terms of social and digital. Which is amazing. So wow. name some of your clients. Jana Kramer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Olivia Colpo, Jamie Chung, Kat Sadler, um, we've got about 19 of them. So, yeah. And then the Bachelor people, you've got yeah. ben, ben, Higgins, ben. Higgins, Lauren Bushnell, mm -hmm. Ali Fedotowski. Does that ever get weird? Because they, like, were... No. Well, I actually met him when <laughs> they were dating. So, no, but he's, like, the nicest human ever. I don't know if you've met him, but he... I have. Well, and he does an iHeart <sighs> podcast, yeah. too. So he's definitely, like, in the fam. And so. you know Lauren. She's yeah. also... I love, I love Lauren. But that's every time... Now I meet... Like, when I met Ben, I almost wanted to be like... By the way, I'm friends with Lauren. Is that okay? Like, do will you do like will you still like me? I don't know. No, he doesn't but. care. He's the nicest human I think I've ever met in my life, and Lauren's the same. So they yeah. they're super like cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And Sarah, like, you know, what's so great too is you know she's introduced me to. I feel like you're kind of the reason why Michael and I got pregnant because you're the one that introduced oh. me. To, well, not yeah. Be, yeah. <laughs> I was right no. there. Okay. No, because you introduced me to the Ava bracelet yes. too. So I mean, there's so many things oh, that like true. are really cool that kind of come in through social media. And yeah, you know, of course, like we put ad on our Instagram stuff, but it's not, it works. Everything's very like authentic. Like you make sure that like everything fits with, you know, what I do and everything. So I think yeah. that's really cool. No, Ava is great. But then I also love just connecting you with other people on social, like mm -hmm. that whole trip we did to Napa and you met all of these girls that now you work with. Like, right. That's also part of what I do too, is connecting. Well, speaking of the Napa trip, that's when I came up with this idea. Uh -huh. So, um, you know, we've had, there's, there's a ton of box subscriptions. There's, you know, there's a lot of them, but for me personally, like as a mom, I have a really hard time just buying something for myself. Right. Usually I buy something just for like Jolie and Michael's always like, I will go shopping. Right, babe. And then I'll be like, I got to get something. But I end up just leaving with J stuff for Jolie. Yeah, either stuff for Joey or stuff for me, because you get super guilty for whatever reason. Jana's what like, oh, I want to go buy a bathing suit. Then we get to the store. She's like, no, I'm okay. I know. I don't and then I don't. And then I, and I still, and what did I do? I went to Target. So I was like, well, like yeah. oh, I'd love to go to right. Nordstrom to get a bathing suit for a baby moon. And then I was like, no, it's, it's okay. But like Jolie got something, Mike got something. But I, for <laughs> some reason, like I have a really hard time with like getting stuff for myself. So then I was like, man, like I've never known of a box subscription where it could be like moms and kids. Right. So obviously Sarah's in this world and she's, you know, amazing relationships with like brand people. She's got a daughter the exact same age as Jolie. And so I came to her with this idea and it was called something before and then we were kind of brainstorming and 
we came up with the Moms and Babes box. And she was like, I want to be a part of it. And now she's just been so instrumental in making sure, like, you know, getting brands and just like, I mean, you are like the brand genius behind this box. So, <laughs> like, just thank you. But I'm so excited. So we want to, this is, today is official launch day. And this is what's box. in this box. Yeah. So we kind of want to run down the products of what's wow. in the box. So it's really cool. Um yeah, today is official launch of the box, so you can go. I'm um, Sarah. I'll let you because you're like the the, the business the business side of it. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm just like this is the box. That was my idea, and blah, blah, blah. like now, come on, give us give us the deets. No, like today we've been planning this for how many months now? It has Forever. been a labor of love. Yeah, and um, we're so excited that it's happening. Um, so you, yeah, it's momsandbabesbox.com, mm-hmm. and you can get one of three boxes, or you can get all three if you want. Um, there's <laughs> an infant box, a toddler box, and a mom box. So depending on how old your kid is, or if you just want to be completely selfish, which is okay. And by the way, the mom box. Let's just talk about that. Oh, the mom yeah. box wow. is actually the the most expensive box. Yes. Um, it's retailed for two forty eight, but you can get it for fifty nine ninety nine. Um, they've got the amazing uh, concealer. There's a restorative mask that's actually fifty six dollars, but again, the box is only fifty nine mm-hmm. ninety nine. And then there's the there's a bronzer. There's a um, a watermelon face mask. There's a uh, preet hair growth growth serum there's a skin ink serum for your face which is again insane um so the mom box is like loaded with my favorite so even if you're not a mom this mom box is like banging with like the best pro- like face products yeah it's amazing and uh, you know we wanted to create something that was good for moms that are busy and they're tired and they right. don't feel like going out and shopping <laughs> and they need something to like kind of pick them up. So a face mask, your hair is yeah. falling out, hair growth serum, you <laughs> your know, eyes are tired, mom yeah. concealer. I know. So that one, yep. that one definitely has the best, you know, best value. But the, again, for me, why I started this is because I wanted to have something where it was, I got something, but also my kids. So there's an infant and a toddler box where um, some stuff is for the infant and then some stuff for the mom. So in the infant, there's the, we, we want to talk about the infant box. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys know about Aiden and Anais. They oh, are like the very best. <gasps> My son lived in a swaddle. I had like 15 Bees. of them They're and fantastic. used them for everything. So they put a swaddle blanket in. Um, there's also, also this brand called BB Love. And it's whenever I give my daughter a bath she's screaming because water gets in her eyes so this is a little hat they wear in the bathtub so the water doesn't get in their eyes I saw that on Instagram Um, Sprout a pouch from Sprout and then Wellaments put two products in which is the vitamin D drops and gripe water so gripe water just side note I give every new mom gripe water it's life saver it's a secret yeah. Yeah. I discovered it three months in and I was like wait what yeah it gets rid of hiccups it's it's like savior absolutely Um, so that's in there and then the Bordeaux's butt paste the best the best butt paste <laughs> on the market but then we don't want to forget the mom because yes. we also have the bronzer to make you feel like looking pretty and then a, a really nice face mask too um to go in with that and then the toddler box um again like all my daughter really cares about right now is just like coloring so there's crayons and chalk and then the um a great bath set and then of course you know um the the skin ink which is heaven on earth for your and face this baby magic bath set yeah my son's six, and I still use this. Well, it's good stuff for your skin. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. And you want to keep that baby smell as long as you can. I know. I know. So we're we're just really excited about it. Again, it launches today. You can go to um, www.momsandbabesbox.com. And boxes are fifty nine ninety nine. but go ahead, my business lady. Ooh, we've got a code for you. It's uh, for $10 off your first box. You can use Moms and Babes. 
So use that. You get $10 off your first box. If you want just one box, you can do that. Or you sub- could subscribe for, you know, to get it every quarter. So every three months, if you do that, you get another 10% off. So double the savings, people. Yeah, yeah. If people sign up for the subscription, can they change what box they want to get? Or if they sign up for mom, just the mom's Good box, question. they That is they a great question, Mike. Please yes. answer. You can log in and you can change it anytime because, you know, obviously your baby's going to get older. Um, so you can change, you know, we have a lot of questions too. Like I have a toddler and an infant. Can I switch back and forth? Yes. You can yeah. log in whenever you want and change your next box. Is it monthly? Is it quarterly? Quarterly. 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 Yeah. And Mike, are you going to add a dad box? <laughs> dads and dudes. You want to do a dads and dudes yeah, box? Yeah, yeah. I, just, I just don't think guys would buy subscription boxes. But the wives would buy. Wives Easton buy. would you? Easton would, yeah. Maybe if you did, if we did something where you did, you know, you guys do quarterly, right? But then you do a fifth bonus box or something. Oh, for that'd be cute. Mike. That's a great idea. We should do a dads and dudes just for like one run. Just like for Father's the wives, Day. For yeah. Father's oh, Day. Oh my God. Wow. You guys are not getting a percentage. <laughs> 100% goes to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we should throw some beer in there. Like yeah. make it yeah. like dude friendly. Some beef jerky. Dude. Super that's fun. Awesome. That's a really good idea. Like You're Good. welcome. Yeah. Thanks, babe. <laughs> well, Sarah, thank you like seriously so much. I'm really excited for our launch today and Yay, um, to you. all the moms out there again, like this is this is great for you. You can share and the whole thing. It's about just like having a box that comes for both of you guys. And again, don't feel don't feel bad about being selfish if you just want your own box for yourself or if your kids are outgrown the toddler because the mom box is yeah. banging. And it's a great gift for new moms, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like I remember when I had a baby, I had a hundred flower bouquets and they died in a week. Yeah. Like this is such a great gift that keeps giving right. for a new mom that needs it. www.momsandbabesbox.com. Yay. So for my readers out there, The New Yorker is an iconic magazine that represents the best writing in America today. Do you guys read The New Yorker? I love The New Yorker. You do? I really do. And I but I'm the kind of person who loves to have paper in my hands. Mm-hmm. I love to read the actual newspaper. I yeah. always buy the paper magazines. But The New Yorker is it's just lasted forever because it's iconic in the writing, the articles, the journalism is, you know, it surpasses everyone else. I feel like you can get kind of everything you want to out of, it's like you can get fashion, you can get it's re- politics, yeah, you can get everything. sports. It's reliable. And that's why it's lasted through this dig- digital age because, I mean, it's the New Yorker. Right. The thing is they can write about anything yeah. and make it fascinating. Right. That's what you, you really like. Oh, right. Mm, do I, am I interested in that? By a paragraph and you're like, yes, I am interested in this. And, then and you, you can learn. They hook you. you. I think it's cool so much. because yes. you can you can actually choose between between print, digital, or a combo. So I mean, you like to you know hold something in your hand. Right. This is actually you can you can print it out um, with that subscription. So you subscribe to the New Yorker and read something that means something. So do not wait. Go to newyorker.com/jana. Listeners of the podcast save fifty percent. That's huge. When they enter code Jana with this special offer, you'll receive twelve issues for just six dollars. Plus, get the exclusive New Yorker tote bag. That's twelve issues for six dollars and a free tote bag when you go to newyorker.com/jana. Um, hey, I just have to tell you really fast about my hair because it's really nice right now, and that's because I'm taking Sugar Bear hair. Um, I actually had a friend too, Missy, texted me and she said, "Hey, does Sugar Bear hair really work?" And I was like, "Yeah, girl, like it really does." Um, 
I don't even know if I'm going to put my extensions back in because that's how well they're working. It's as much vitamin A as four cups of broccoli, as much vitamin C as one cup of cranberries, and as much vitamin B12 as four organic eggs. Um, it's also great for your nails and your skin, too. So go to sugarbearhair.com slash Jana for beautiful hair and healthier you. Sugarbearhair.com slash Jana. Sugarbearhair.com slash Jana. All right, guys, we have an incredible guest in our studio today, Malika Chopra. There we go. There's some good energy for the studio. Um, No relation to actual the the. uh, He's my father, Deepak. Yeah. Deep. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Unless you were talking about someone else. Would you like? Okay, and I love. What'd you say? I just love Deepak. Every time his name is brought up, I just get goosebumps. Like I've read everything, and I worked with him at Oprah. So oh, you know, you it's like he was the most incredible person I was ever like in front of, talent-wise, wow. because he's so smart and so present. So anyway, and is that how you kind of now followed his path in a way? Somewhat, you know. I found my own path actually when I became a mom. So mm-hmm. we grew up with my dad, you know, doing his thing, but we never really engaged in it that much mm-hmm. until it became more relevant to our own lives so i mean and now you're an author which is incredible you have a new book out called just breathe yes right meditation mindfulness movement and more so what is what is one thing that like more americans can be doing of is just breathing and being more mindful of what they're doing in their daily life or yeah so i wrote this book when um my kids were about six to 10 years old Mm -hmm. and it's a book, an illustrated guide on meditation, mindfulness, yoga, motivation for kids uh, written for eight to 12 year olds. And I really took inspiration from my own life. I learned how to meditate when I was nine and um, really have had like a career of seeing how these practices affect families and children. And so I wanted to write something that was for kids. Can you share with us a mindfulness activity that moms can do with their kids when they first wake up in the morning or right before they go to sleep? Or are there two different ones that we can do in the morning and at night? Yeah, so there are so many simple techniques. And that's why in this book, I really focused on one to two minute techniques. So the first one is literally just breathing. So Mm -hmm. um, just taking a deep breath, breathing in, say to the count of three, pausing and then breathing out and what that does is often take us from like an automatic fight flight anxiety response to situations to being more grounded Um, but what I do suggest to do with kids is uh, at the end of the day think about something that you're grateful for Uh, and that's a really nice way to just kind of anchor the day and then in the beginning of the day what I try to do is set an intention for the day So think of something you want to experience today, whether it's like connecting with a friend or feeling inspired or having energy. So those are simple things to do with kids. Those are great. Those are great activities. What do you suggest in the middle of a meltdown with a toddler to bring them back into the moment? So I think I suggest first um, a parent stop and take a deep breath so actually um it's literally stop uh s is for stop t is for take a breath o is just observe what's happening in your body and then react 
because um, when kids have tantrums, they also are reflecting often what the parent and how they're reacting. So, um, and then I actually, you know, we used to do things like take a time in instead of a time out. Mm -hmm. um, so again, just focusing on breathing. Um, and sometimes you just got to let the kid have the tantrum and just be present and let them do it. And then they'll get over it and you move on. How about teens? Tweens and teens, can we use the same techniques with them? Or is there something else that works better with, say, teen girls who are a little over emotional and um, having trouble, you know, staying grounded and all of that? So I have two girls. Um, they're 16 and 14. So we're oh. in the midst <laughs> of the teenage thing. Yeah. Um, and teens definitely, um, and especially girls, there are so many issues, boys and girls, but from social media to body image to bullying to mm -hmm. all the cattiness and so that's actually why I wrote this book um, is to start giving kids empowering tools to think about how they want to control their own life so um, I do recommend again short exercises where kids can just find some quiet um, because then they get more connected with themselves and can approach every day um, feeling more empowered in knowing who they are and that they actually control situations and how they react to things. So the book is actually filled with many, many exercises really focused on that age group. What's the worst habit that we can do um, when like our daughter's having a temper tantrum? Like what's the worst thing that we can either, is it turning on the TV? Is it giving them food? Like what's the worst thing to like stop them from their temper tantrum? So I think it's different ages. You said you had... She's uh, two and a half. Yes, two yeah. and a half. Um, I think with a two and a half year old, it's very different than a 14 year old. Mm -hmm. So um, right. a two and a half year old, you know, sometimes they that's how they're starting to express themselves. So um, I think not reacting to them. In fact, I think often um, parents get really angry or frustrated. Mm -hmm. Let them kind of act it out, um, but also let them know that that's not, not don't give in to what they're having the temper tantrum for, because I think once you start doing that, you actually create a pattern for their whole life that they know that if they throw a tantrum, they may get the benefit of it. So um, for that age, I would recommend it. As kids grow older, especially in the teenage years, what I've learned from my daughters is um, if you engage too much in the drama, for example, like they've had some fight with their friend and suddenly, you know, you're involved in all the melodrama of it. Often um, their stories are really um, exaggerated versions of what happened. So don't kind of just immediately jump on the bandwagon with their emotional drama. Mm -hmm. Malika, in all the work that you've done with children, is there a big, uh, you know, change or discrepancy between what you'd advise adults to practice in mindfulness and meditation as opposed to kids? Like, is it just more sim simplistic for children or is it kind of the same Honestly, structure? it's the same thing. So one of the feedbacks I'm getting from my book, which was written for 8 to 12-year-olds, is mm -hmm. that a lot of adults are saying <laughs> it's the easiest meditation book they've read. Really? Um, I think a lot of, especially for adults, there's a lot of intellectualization of this stuff when honestly it's really simple. It's just simple techniques of breathing, being quiet, observing your body, being mindful. So mindful walking, mindful eating, mm -hmm. things like that. It doesn't have to be complicated. Um, what I would recommend, and this is a strong parenting advice to parents who are listening out there, is don't force your kids to meditate. Mm -hmm. um, and I know that from my own experience with my dad, which is um, rather 
as parents do your practice and your kids will follow you. And um, kids also let them try it for a minute, 30 seconds, five minutes, you know, let them figure it out. And that's why I wrote this book to empower kids directly rather than kind of going through parents. That's amazing. Now, I, the last couple of years, I've tried to get into some kind of meditation practice and I have ADD and I have a hard time and I've tried my um, like guided meditation. That's mm -hmm. what I found when I can do it. That's kind of the route I go. Do you have any suggestions for with you know children with short attention spans or adults like myself that kind of have that same issue? Yeah. So the main thing is don't get stressed about not meditating because that's besides the point. <laughs> um, and so uh, no, it's so true. Because even with the guide, I'm like they're like think about a stream, and I'm like, what am I doing tomorrow? And I'm like, oh god, I'm supposed to be meditating, and then I'm yeah. just like, oh, this is stupid. It's not working, and then I'm right. done. Exactly. Right. So yeah. Your mind is always going to wander we cannot technically empty our minds. That's like, that's a misperception. Um, and so, you know, and meditation is not about like sitting in lotus position and just being still. So the goal of this book is to present many different techniques mm -hmm. and figure out what works for you. So for some people, um, they need to move. And I, that's a big part of kids. Um, so that's why maybe it's movement, meditation, walking, meditation, yoga poses for many people, even in their runs and things like mm -hmm. that. Um, so, you know, there are many different techniques. Um, so like when he's working out, in the garage, like yeah. lifting weights, like he can do a guided meditation during that well, time. Well, not even that. I would say even be just observe what your body is going through, but try to do it Mindful. without music, right. you know, so, you know, that you're really more aware of your body. So that's just a really simple way to be more mindful of your body and what you're going through. I think so many of us distract ourselves constantly with either podcasts or news or hey. music, etc. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, just this one. But, you know, try to spend two minutes just being quiet and actually observing your body and you will see that you start um, feeling more connected. I like what you said about don't feel stressed about not meditating. And so like, yeah, Jan, that's like what holds what, me back. That's yeah, why like I don't Jana do it. said, is that still beneficial uh, meditation? If you're sitting there and you're thinking about maybe the rest of your day, you're thinking about what you have coming up this week, but you're still just sitting there and being present. That is that still beneficial? Yes. So it is. And the, again, there are some techniques that help you um, kind of deal with wandering thoughts. So one meditation I recommend is just repeating the words, I am, mm -hmm. I am. And now yes. what happens is your attention will drift away. That's totally normal, natural, and exactly what your mind's supposed to do. And actually, um, one can learn from the fact that if you can't slow your mind down, it actually probably means you need it more. Um, and so actually just even having that racing mind is a form of releasing stress. Um, and so, you know, it actually has many benefits, even just sitting. Interesting. Wow. <laughs> well, I think that's really amazing. So where um, your book now is out, I mean, everywhere, right? Yeah, so people just can read. They will be out everywhere. Amazon Bookstores, too. Amazon, okay. wherever. So. And then where else can our listeners find you? So I have a website, malikachopra.com. It's M-A-L-L-I-K-A Chopra.com. And um, I have several books and blog and all over. So you can find everything there. <laughs> well, just thank you. I'm, I'm excited because I need to just, I think... A good tip is just to start, even if it's two minutes, to not even listen to the radio. Absolutely. And just to... You can do it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Fascinating. I love Incredible. It. Thank you mm -hmm. so much. Thanks, Great. love. Thank you Thank for you having me. Bye. So we got a lot of emails, and I really enjoy the genre of email. We got busted doing it.
What do you mean? Because last week you talked about how <gasps> oh, that's fun. You were with your boyfriend. <laughs> oh, bust out! Oh, and then like, you had yeah. to confess to your mom. Yeah, you had to yeah. put the letter under the door. That was hilarious. We have a bunch of these. So this is from uh, an anonymous emailer. Big fan, by the way. Been following you since the Wintry Hill days as a country music artist. I saw you play in Utah once. Your podcast is the first podcast I've ever listened to, and I can't thank you enough for it. Wow. Isn't that sweet? That's very sweet. I appreciate that. She was 16, just short of her 17th birthday. Her boyfriend was 18. We were at my house, and my parents were at a party. We were just about to do the thing when we heard my parents come home. I've never seen a person get dressed so fast. He hid, and I just laid in my bed completely covered up. And when my parents came in, I pretended I didn't feel good and said it must have been something we ate on our date. Classic. My parents left, (laughs) and we continued to have sex. No! Amazing. Wait, the parents went upstairs? I guess, and they just continued. And then, but then the little plot twist, I guess. She says, my number is one. That (gasps) was my boyfriend, Kyle. He is now my husband. Aww. See, I love that. We've been together since I was 14. I'm 32 now. And we're pregnant with our first baby. Wow, what a story. I think that's amazing. Do you think they ever told her parents? That's what I want to know. Please, I mean, yeah. you're married with a kid. You have to tell your parents. Yeah, that's so if funny. you haven't, tell yeah. it because I think that's a really funny story. On Christmas like, Eve, yeah. after Just a few glasses of wine. Yeah. If not, <laughs> you need to find her and have her on, and then have her call her parents. Oh, that'd be so funny. <laughs> that's so fun. I would love. That. I know that's really, really, really cute. All right, the next email we actually have the caller on the line. So let me give oh, you her situation. Nice. We're like, you can this directly okay. with her. She's going to remain anonymous for this. Okay. This is a tough situation. My boyfriend of three years and the father of two of my children. How old is she? Oh, okay. Uh, she's 25. She's 25, three he, kids. He boyfriend. cheated on me when I was seven months pregnant. Before cheating, we'd fight about commitment. I want to be married. I'm 25. We have kids, a house. We run a business together. We have a golden retriever. But he refused. I mean, perfect picture family. Yeah. yeah. But he refused, which made me always feel like there was something wrong with me. He talked to his ex all the time. I'd catch him. He texted her on Mother's Day of 2017 if she ever wanted to have sex. <gasps> she put a screenshot of that on Facebook. Thank you. <sighs> Wait, I'm sorry. Repeat that? So uh, on Mother's Day of 2017, her boyfriend texted his ex saying, want to have sex? And the ex put that up on Facebook. And Uh -uh. now everyone knows. Oh, no. My. No. So he cheated. She says, I came back after the cheating. He cheated again with a different girl. I actually showed up at her house. Here we are still together. Now our battle is him constantly accusing me of cheating, which I've never done. Of course, because that's what the cheater does. Right. Yeah. But the biggest slap in the face was him saying... He will not touch another woman, and he will marry me okay. if I agree to have threesomes occasionally throughout our marriage. Oh, my God. I have cried for hours. I what love him. Poor... He makes me laugh. Oh. He supports me and the kids, but I do not think I can accept these terms, and I cannot accept him seeing someone else. By the way, your oh, my God, Jen, was very um, judgmental and shaming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I just... No. That was the icing on the That's cake for me. Wait, and she's anonymous, just, so we don't know her she's name. She's anonymous, okay. and she's on line 11, and here she is. Oh, God. It would, I just want to say. Hello? Hi. Hi. <laughs> My anonymous girl. We're all just like, okay, so you have um, me, Jen, my husband, and then the rest of the studio, Easton, Mark, Tori. Um, <laughs> we just read your email. Okay. I feel like a moron. Let, okay, well, first no, of all, do not feel like not. a moron. Everyone just needs to take a big deep breath right now. Ready? <sighs> okay, who wants to go first? <laughs> um, honey, do you want to go first on this one? Oh, anonymous. Um, 
My heart honestly yeah, breaks for I know. you. My we, heart is hurts. breaking. Yeah, we feel, we have a lot of empathy in the studio right now for you. And unfortunately, at least for me, um, kind of with the the final, his terms of occasional threesomes, <sighs> that is not something that you should not be in a position to have to agree to for someone to marry you, first of all. Second of all, even if you did, okay, then you're just opening the door for him to, to cheat even Agreed. more or do any more because if he tries to throw that at your face, well, I technically slept with another woman with you and it was a threesome, so why can't I? It's just going to, it's a whole And your insecurities of- are about yourself mm-hmm. and like are only going to get worse too with the fact that, you know, it's, I mean, that's, that's, could you live, like, is that something, like, do you love him enough to be able to live with that? So, um, to be honest, I, I, I have already given him one, okay, <laughs> before our daughter came into this world. And um, afterwards, I just felt ashamed, for one, because, like, I had to get drunk to do it. <laughs> and for two, like, I just felt, like, I felt dirty. Like, I was, like, I, I shared something that I, like, I hold, like, between him and I, like, our our bedroom life is very intimate to me and, like, it's supposed to be between two people, and I'm just, I'm a firm believer of that. And I was like, you know, I, I disregarded my own morals for him, and I, I struggled with it really bad afterwards, and he just had, like, no compassion. He was like, I don't understand. It's supposed to be fun. And I'm like, it wasn't fun. Like, it broke my heart to see mm. you with another woman. Like, it, it just, like, and so, like, when the cheating did happen, all I could think of is, like, how that that scenario went. And I just like and like I tormented myself with like oh of this course. is what happened like I you ruminated yeah with these new girls <laughs> and I was just you know I I just don't think I like I told myself like I just don't think it'd be fair like I was like how would you feel if we flipped the tables you know and you had to see me with another man like and he's like well I kill him <laughs> right <laughs> yeah how do you expect me to not feel these things like I'm human and he just he's like it's totally different girls change down there whenever they or with another man. I'm just like, what? what? Oh, my <laughs> like, God. What? Yeah, he's delusional. Yeah. <laughs> that is complete delusional. I mean, and here's the thing, like, sure, this could work for some couples, you know, where they, this, you know, I've, I've, and I've known couples, yeah, that do that, and it's fine. it's fine for them, it's fine for the woman, it's fine for them, but everything's great, but... You, you like your I like I feel your heart hurt. You yeah. know, it's like I feel mm-hmm. your like pain. Like I, I, and that's like you don't. I understand you guys have three kids together, and I know that's got to be so hard because you want to like, and you want to be married. You want to just be with him, and you know he does sound like he does support you on other things, and he's good to you in other places. But that's just that's just so unhealthy. It sounds like to me for have, you. You know, yeah. <laughs> have you guys gone to couples therapy? No, he is, um, he is like completely against any emotional tie to like anyone really. Like even with our kids, like he has a hard time. How old is he? He's 25 as well. Mm. And I know he's young. (laughs) We started having baby. He had his first. Yeah, but young or not, I know 25 year olds would not put someone in this situation, you know, like, so I, I just, it's, it's, I don't think it's about being young. I mean, Sure, you could use that excuse, but I don't think that's. Well, his parents are so different. Like his upbringing was so different than mine. Like we kind of have, we like we've argued in the past. Like my family is more, you know, we we celebrate 
birthdays and we, we talk about feelings and his family's like business, 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 like don't mm-hmm. show emotion, love is weakness. Like he, he's just been raised that way. Even his mother is that way. And I, like, I, I struggle with them. Like, I don't understand how you have like no softness. <laughs> like where's the, where's yeah. the soft part of the human being? Like it's, yeah, business is great and all, but like at the end of the day, who do you share it with? You know, if you're closed off so, so much, like I don't want my children to be closed off and have emotional problems. <laughs> like, no, I don't know. Yeah, no, I hear you. And then, and then also like too, with it, it's like you, you know, can you live your life? Because again, if you guys, if you agree to this, you like, like everyone said here, he's going to cheat again. Like, are you right. okay with that? Him cheating again? Like, is that the, is that what, you, would you be okay with that? No, I mean, like it drives me insane. Like I, yeah. I, I caught my, like, I mean, I lost it this last time. I packed all my kids in the car and. Well, that's the thing. You don't want your kids around that. You yeah. know, I mean, that's just. I you mean, don't want them to grow up thinking that's what a relationship is. Yeah. And my dad was a cheater. So I think like, mm. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's karma getting back at <laughs> First of all, for no. the don't ever say that. It's not <laughs> karma, babe. Sometimes, you know, we, we see the good in people and unfortunately things happen. And it, But it's nothing that you did. There's no karma in that situation at all. Right. Yeah, we might have picked people like our, our father, but we you have a chance not to change that. You have a chance to be able to, you know, and they can still have a great relationship with him and you guys can co-parent amazing, but you should find someone that wants the same things as you, which is passion and intimacy and just you and in that the relationship and, yeah, and, and a relationship commitment. commitment that's for both of you, you know, not, not bringing in other people. I think a good plan, I think you should start going to individual therapy mm-hmm. because I think if you start spending time Talking to a therapist for 45 minutes a week and unloading, you you need to release a lot of this and you also need to build up your self-esteem. Yeah. Um, so that you so can that make you can the right leave. decisions. Because I mean, girlfriend, put your put your walking shoes on. Yeah. That's you my You deserve opinion. so much more so and much. you are so young. You have Just, so much time to restart, yeah. you know? And then like, years down the line, you're going to th- think, thank God I got out of that yes. cage that I yeah. was trapped in. Because they're not all like that. Especially now. And I can understand where therapy might seem scary, but also financially it can be a struggle sometimes because I understand that stuff gets pricey. But it, it would be worth the investment. It would be worth looking into. And like mm-hmm. Mark just said. Unless you're, you're, you're okay to cut back. ties now. Because if you can do it now. Yes. But even so, I still think you should unload well, this stuff to somebody. But mm-hmm. you, you're going to look back, like Mark just said, you know, when you're like 30. And thank God that you did this now because your kids are going to be in a better place. You're mm-hmm. going to be in a better place. And like you said earlier, that, you know, your kids, you don't want your kids to be exposed to this. Well, now's your time to make the decision to make sure that they're not. And it doesn't sound like to me like he's going to wake up and change his mind and all of a sudden be like, oh, you know what? I want like just you and I'm right. going to I'm going to I'm going to no. work on myself. And no. so he doesn't it sounds sound like, like a lifestyle that... he's going to continue to yeah. live. I, I guess my, my biggest fear is like he's for like the past three years. He's told me, like, you should appreciate the fact that I'm being honest with you. Most men won't be. Like, don't hide behind that. That's great that he's honest, but that's not the kind of person you want. Like, he's you know what I mean? Manipulating you. Yeah. I mean, that's total yeah. manipulation. And I mean, Mike, you could be like, yeah, I, well, I, yeah, I told you I cheated, but you know, I'm going to, I want to keep doing it. Well, okay. Thank you for telling me, but See I don't want to be, in the, but I don't want to be, I don't want to be with someone that's not going to be faithful in our marriage. And, 
or that wants to do these things. Like, no, that's not what I, that's not what I want. And yeah, I mean, again, kudos for him for telling you the truth, but at the same time, like that's not what you want at the end of the day with what he's now asking you to do. Exactly. Like I just, and I don't like, I've, I like listened to your podcast, right. And you had like said things like how you guys like would approach each other with it and how to deal with it. And like, I finally like broke down and I was like, I just need you to tell me like what I didn't give, like, what was I not giving? Like, tell me where I was lacking in this relationship because I've given you my everything. Like I've given you more than I have anyone. You know, I even put in before my kids sometimes. And what do you say? Nothing. It's just that I just, if I could line up a girl, a row of girls, I would just want to try them all, you know? <laughs> well, it sounds like he has a serious issue. Yes. And, and let me just say this too. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry that you even had to ask him that question. Mm-hmm. And I understand why you'd make it personal. And when Jan and I, Jan and I have gone through our stuff, you know, she still has issues with personalizing it, but just know it, honestly, it has nothing to do with you. It has, and by the it, way, it he has, says that now, and I still am like, no, it does. I don't look yeah. like this, and I don't look like this. But it, 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 but when you're in your healthy brain, you can you can be like, okay, it really doesn't. Yeah. So Jana still struggles with that, and that's something that I still try to articulate and explain to her. But it's very, very difficult. So I'm not saying it's easy that all of a sudden you can just flip a switch. But just know, try to remind yourself, this honestly has nothing to do with you. And we are not just saying that because Jana and I live that every day. Okay. Yeah. And I still struggle with it. So it, it, but it really, truly, it's, it has, no, it really doesn't have anything to do with you. You did not do anything wrong. Nope. And you're going to be okay, but you need to, you need to get, you need to talk to someone and, and, and get in a better place for you and those kids. Lean on the people that love you and support you. Okay. Get help okay. with the kids where you can. Take care of yourself because you can't do anything for those kids until you take care of yourself. We're rooting for you, girl. Thank you, guys. Okay. Thanks for your honesty. Good All luck. right. Thank you for sharing. No problem. Have a good day, guys. All right. You too. You too. You too. All right. Bye. <sighs> Holy that moly. Sucks. Wow. I hope she leaves. I, I hope she I, does too. But I hate to... saying that because it's like I always want to like give someone the like, but he does not sound like he is willing no. to try to be a pet or bird. But even again, again, it's not even just about being 25 or being a child. It's like he just, he's not willing to like. I don't mean he's a child because he's 25. I mean yeah. in his brain, yes. he's a child. He's, yeah, like a, yeah. he's like a 15-year-old kid looking at dirty magazines. He's so, a sociopath. Yeah. Lifestyle. I, w- yeah. I, I wonder, I was going to ask, but I didn't want her to feel obligated to answer and give up any information. But I wonder, if, you know, geographically and demographically where, you know, geographically where they live. Mm. And if it's, I was thinking the same thing, you know what I mean? but I didn't. Like, I, I thought wanna, it, I she wanna... would be afraid that it would give something away. I know, right? But um, especially having kids that mm, young and I know. multiple. I just mm. she really needs to work on herself because she needs to build up her. It just breaks my heart. Self confidence because I just hope so that, she leaves. Because if not, she's going to have a miserable freaking life with him. So she hasn't been able to do anything for herself since she was seventeen. I know she's twenty five because she's just been having kids. Yeah, okay. it's not living. Let's lighten things up a bit. Okay. Another uh, almost got <laughs> like, caught story. Oh God! She was 15. It was New Year's Eve. <laughs> the guy I was with at the time was 18 and about to leave for boot camp. We Ooh. went to his church for a New Year's Eve oh. party, and I was sick and drugged up on Nyquil. <laughs> he wanted to lose his virginity and convinced me to lose mine to him. We sneaked into the church weight room. 
and it happened. <laughs> I lost my virginity in a church. <gasps> I was mortified. I was mortified you're a sinner. My you're a sinner. And then she says, <laughs> I'm probably going to hell for this, she no, says. No, you're not. And then we did hear from some other virgins. This is a male virgin who's 33. Oh, Ooh. by the way, he got mad at me. I read that one. Yeah, I shortened Ooh. it down, but he was mad at he you. He was yes. mad at me. Yes, uh-huh. But he says sex yeah. isn't important to him. Okay. Never, he no, may, but he, he also never. said that it was Maybe. rude that I said, you know, when I was like, you were 22? Like, like that was so late for it to have sex and, you know. Maybe but, he's asexual. Which I mean, is totally fine. Some people just have no interest in it. Right. And yeah. they're asexual and they have no interest yeah. in having sex. It's fine. I don't know. But... We're not it's being judgy. <laughs> it's all Love you. Good. Thanks for listening. You're dudes. That's awesome. And this is an anonymous <laughs> caller. <laughs> this is interesting. She's been with her husband since she was, she was 19. They've been together 33 years. They've been married 33 years. And now her husband is thinking, you know, I never dated much. Would it be cheating if I started dating some other people? What? <laughs> what? Uh it was, what? That's what she says. She says, uh, uh, after 33 years of marriage, we don't necessarily want to have sex with anybody else, but he decided that he's never dated much and thinks it would be interesting to be with someone of a different personality. Is that still cheating? Yes. Yeah. What? Yeah. Is yes. there really it's such a thing cheating. as an emotional affair or is it just curiosity? Oh, no. It's emotional no, affairs. That's yeah. even worse. So do you guys think hall passes are cheating? Yes. Yes. If you're putting your whatever in another whatever, you're cheating. Or if you're talking or but texting, again, or you're cheating. Yeah, I mean, that, but that goes back to the whole: if people like to watch porn together, have or have threesomes or whatever, right? It partners, is. Yeah, that's you're one right. of those things. If you know, it's just. I don't and then know. she says, if you did have sex with someone else, I feel like I'd have to ask him to be tested before I do it with him because I don't know where that girl's been. Oh my god. Um, I mean, you know what? Look, Everybody has their own lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. You know Whatever what? works for you, girlfriend, you do it. I just know it would not work for me, and I would send my man flying I mean, how home. Old, I mean, you gotta think home. they're probably in their fifties. Yeah, I guess. They've been married thirty-three years. I mean, I always joke about like, oh, if Sean Penn shows up, I'm off. See ya. <laughs> but it would still Bill be cheating. Bill Ew. <laughs> Bill Moore. Bill Maher and Sean Penn, you have a type. His personality. That's so weird. Do you just want him to like tell you jokes while you guys like sleep together? <laughs> is the show over? Yeah. We didn't even talk about Halloween costumes. Halloween costume. Oh, okay. Oh. No, go ahead. You can do that. Yeah, let's just rattle off a couple. So, um, so I've been waiting a week for this so I can order my freaking costume. Well, here's here's the few that I got from Instagram. Um, they asked, so Moana, so you would be, what's his <gasps> face? Yes. That'd Maui. be Maui. You could have hair and tattoos. Kind of great, actually. That's oh my God, amazing. Yes. All right, next. Your shirt off, <laughs> just like all tattoos, Maui with the big freaking hair. That'd Are you going to be the grandma? Well, I <laughs> I don't know. She was my favorite. Well, then Joel, Jolie could be Moana. Yes. That'd be so cute. <sighs> and then I could be even like, the, I could be like maybe the chicken or something. <laughs> hey, hey. Hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. But I, I love that one. And then um, someone said the Incredibles, but I was Both like. Both of those have been done. Um, oh and then, uh, oh, okay, this is really funny. I need originality, Easton. This is a funny one. Mommy, daddy, baby shark. Do, 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 do. <laughs> oh, my. Baby shark. Mama shark. Like, that was funny. Like, we could all be sharks. So it's like, it'd be daddy. And then, you know, like, I just, I don't know. I'd be the dad shark? 
Yeah. Wow, okay, Shut nice. up. No, I think, I mean, we didn't know it, everybody, because we'd be walking down to look, go, to, to look like the mommy shark did did. And, and all the so kids uh, would hear us and start chiming in. Yeah. Because so, everybody knows it. I know. That's so those were the, so I like, the, my favorites are the Moana, you being him, and then um, the, the baby shark to do to do. Okay. Oh, that's cute. Sure. Monsters Inc. Yeah, Monsters Inc. Where my, uh, Mike uh-huh. would be Sully. Sully. Okay. And not Mike. And then you would be Mike Wachowski. And then Jolie the and baby. And then Jolie would be. Uh, that's cute. There's a picture of a monster here. I'm not yeah. sure that monster has a name, but it's one of the monsters from. Oh no, it's the little girl. It's a little dressed girl. as the monster. Yeah, little oh girl. yeah, that's right. cute. Well, Jolie was a, Jolie was a monster two years ago, so I don't want to do that one. All right. What if Mike was Willy Jolie was Wonka? A you were Veruca, the one that blows up into a big blueberry. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's an Violet. image for that one. Show her the photo. That would be Jolie. And Jolie is the Oompa Loompa. Oh, my God, I love No, I'd be the Oompa Loompa because <gasps> I'm pregnant, and then Jolie would be there because she's like, I want that. No. <laughs> yeah. uh, how about Jolie's Cat in the Hat, and you guys are thing one and thing two? <gasps> Jolie I feel like that's been done. Okay. Right. Thing one and thing two have, but if Jolie's Cat in the Hat, it's pretty good. Janny, Jana is Winnie the Pooh, Jolie is Piglet, and Mike is Christopher Robin. I don't have to be Tigger, but okay. <laughs> all right. That's cute. Uh, Despicable Me. Jolie's a minion. Mike is Gru. Oh. And you're Mrs. Gru. That one was my favorite. Name, I love that. That one's cute. Mm-hmm. That one could be cute. Okay, we're yeah. going to think about those. Okay. If you guys have any more, though, uh, email us. I am bald. I could be Yeah, Gru. that yeah, could be cool. That's cool. <laughs> Jana Kramer at iHeartMedia.com if you have any more interesting ones. So far, I still like the Moana and Baby Shark. do 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 um, today was fun, guys. It was. Today was fun. It was a deep. It was, it was, it was deep. Up, heavy, down, it was high, it was heavy high, color. low, all the way around. Mm. Um, but thank you so much to HelloFresh. For a total of $60 off, visit HelloFresh.com slash Kramer60. Stamps.com, 55 free postage, a digital scale, and a four-week trial. That's Stamps.com and enter Jana. Outdoor Voices, for 20% off your first order of $100 or more, visit OutdoorVoices.com slash Jana and enter Jana. The New Yorker, go to thenewyorker.com slash Jana. Listeners of podcasts save 50% when they enter code Jana. And, of course, thank you to Sugar Bear Hair. Go to sugarbearhair.com slash Jana for a beautiful hair and a healthier you. Guys, I am pumped to wind down next week. It's going to be a good one. (laughs) Love you. Bring it on. Bye.